This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Today, we'll talk about the do's and don'ts of maximizing cash flow. I know, a subject that is probably near and dear to all of your hearts, and you know it's near and dear to mine. Timothy Wingate Jr. is a CPA who specializes in working with contracting companies and has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Timothy, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth, for having me. I really appreciate, it be, really appreciate being here. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, you and I both are number geeks. <laughs> I don't know any other way to describe it, but we are. <laughs> <laughs> that we are. <laughs> you know, and, and most contractors, when they start their business, I don't know whether you found any, but I haven't, okay? I could don't go, oh, I'm starting my business because I want to look at P&Ls and cash flow. Yeah. Balance sheets. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. So when you get most of your clients, are they in trouble? And then you get them out of trouble? Or, you know, because you're really a cash flow expert. And, you, I mean, you do other things. But do people come to you when they're, okay, I got to deal with this cash flow problem? Or how do they come to you? Why would they yeah. come to you? Yeah, a lot of times is I want to understand my cash flow. We have our cash flow troubles. Um, but sometimes they're being a little bit proactive. Yeah, I'm glad to hear know, that. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's good. Sometimes they've, they've heard me on the podcast or they heard me speak at an event. And then they say, you know what? You know, I mean, we've gotten to this point, you know, thus far with the team that we have. But now we think we're kind of outgrown um, just our you know, local staff here, we need to, you know, outsource this to a company who's going to be able to help us grow to the next big thing that we're growing towards. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of how they come to me. Very good. So when we look at it, um, we're looking at, you know, maximizing cash flow. There's some things that contractors can do just by not taking a whole lot of time to do. And one of them is accepting online payments. So why don't you go through that? Yeah. So um, accepting online payments is the quickest way to get money from their account to your account. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that, that solves a lot of cash flow issues because when we're, when we're talking about accepting online payments, we're talking about using merchant services and there's a lot of different merchant merchants out there that you can use. Um, a lot of times we were setting up QuickBooks payments, which is connected to your accounting software and therefore allowing you to get things plugged into your project management software. But you want to have a way for the, the, the clients to pay you, you know, either by ACH transaction, meaning that they give you your checking information and put it in. And that way it moves from their bank to your bank electronically or by credit card. Um, yep. so those are the two, the two ways you want to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've, a lot of my clients, cause I've been recommending this also, they put a button on their website, you know, pay your bill now. And they have seen cash flow increase significantly. They don't have to worry about sending out statements or any of that kind of stuff, because people will go on the website 
rather than have to send you a check or call you for a credit card or something else like that. I'm seeing a lot more contractors using that. Are you? Yeah, I'm seeing them use uh, a little bit more of the invoicing system where they send an invoice out. And then now, instead of having to follow up on that invoice, the, the invoicing system actually follows up for you. So there's, you know, they're able to send out invoices every week automatically, which encourages the the client or the customer to pay the invoice very quickly. And so that's where I'm seeing a bulk of um, the push towards, um, you know, getting money collected as quickly as possible go towards, which is just sending them invoices out and just making sure that they're sending them out on a, on a, on a very good frequency. Timely. You heard that word, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on time. On, on time. time. I, I will never forget walking into a contractor's office one day and seeing a, a stack of paperwork on his desk. And I said, what is this? And he goes, oh, those are all the jobs we finished, but we haven't billed. Some of them uh, were two months old. You know, can you uh, imagine getting an invoice if you're a customer that is for like eight or $10,000 and it's two months after the job was done? They don't need yeah. their money. I'm going to wait two months to pay this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's tough. And, and it, it, it kind of discourages them to, to pay it because they see such a big number, yeah. you know? So you want to make sure you send those smaller numbers out <laughs> first and, and make sure that they're, they're, they're being sent out at a good frequency. Absolutely. All right. One other thing you talk about is auto billing. And I assume that's for things like maintenance agreements and, and recurring revenue type jobs. Yeah, so some contractors they they do have those maintenance contracts, um, or even some of this, the the larger projects that are going to expand, uh, span over two years. Um, you want to make sure that you're just having some type of system out where you can bill properly, making sure everything is on the invoice, meaning everything that you estimated the job to be um, is actually line item on that invoice and being sent out automatically. That's super important to, again, getting your, your your bills paid on time, not having any kind of fuss over what you're billing me for, and because it's all laid out, all spelled out, and, and, and just getting uh, the money in your account as quick as possible so you can do things with it. Right. Well, you can pay your bills if they pay their bills. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's <laughs> so the general idea. So, you know, we're looking at things that contractors should be thinking about. And it's not from what I understand, because I haven't set it up that way. I've set it up slightly different um, mm -hmm. because our credit card company, you know, recurring billing. When do you want the bills to go out? How much is it? Da -da 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 -da. And you can just set it up automatically. And and I think most credit card companies can do that now. Correct? Yes, they can. Yeah. Yes, they can. Mm -hmm. and, and I promise you, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> no. No, not at all. <laughs> so so all of you out there who have not set up auto billing, i.e. monthly recurring billing for your maintenance programs, or you're not accepting online payments either through a button on your website or QuickBooks sends you a little invoice and said this payment is due, click here and pay it. I mean, try to get things that make it really easy for the customer to pay that they don't have to talk to you about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I was going to mention, just going to mention like another, another way is too when you setting up those agreements in the beginning, 
to collect their payment information up front. Mm -hmm. uh, so that way you can actually bill them uh, like on a subscription. That's kind of like that automatic billing, billing um, cycle. But some people are afraid to kind of have those conversations up front. But in today's time, people are used to it. They're used yeah. to giving people their payment information and say, hey, yeah, just just bill me. I don't want to have to push a button to to pay it. Yeah, it's just done automatically at that point. Yeah. And I mean, think about it. How many of us belong to a gym? How many of us have a Netflix subscription? Um, you know, pay our cell phone bills every month that's done automatically. I mean, there's so much thing that is just monthly automatic these days. We're not doing anything that everybody else isn't doing and they're not used they're used to it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So before we take a break, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, Timothy, how do they do it? Yeah, they can go to my website, construction.accountant, construction.accountant, or they can connect with me on LinkedIn. I do have a LinkedIn profile. I'm very active on that and Instagram as well. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Imagine you had total freedom. You didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to be a slave to your business. The words, I can't, are eliminated from your vocabulary. What if you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it? A financially fit business could give you that freedom. How? By knowing what your financial statements are telling you and taking action based on what they say. You can do this in less than 10 minutes a month at an investment of less than taking your family out to dinner once a month. And if your financial statements are a mess, you can get help. Go to www.financiallyfit.business or click on the QR code below to get started today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Timothy Wingate Jr., a CPA who specializes in working with contracting companies. And before the break, we talked about two things that are really easy to increase your cash flow quickly. One is accepting online payments. The second is auto billing. And we talked about that through maintenance plans. And you all know, I talk about maintenance all the time and everybody should have a maintenance program. I don't care what type of contracting company you have. <laughs> you should have a maintenance program, but this is not my program. This is Timothy's program. So let's get back into some of the cash flow things that can actually help you get paid quicker. One of the, the next thing you and I've talked about is discounts. I mean, incentivizing them, I guess, for early payments. How do you do that? Yeah, you can. So if you if you give them a discount, uh, let's say I have a thousand dollar bill and say, hey, I'm giving you 30 days. It's a net 30, you know, uh, bill. But hey, if you pay it in 20 days, then I'm going to give you like a two percent discount. I mean, that encourages your clients and customers to pay you faster. And sometimes they'll just pay you in a bulk, um, which can in turn, of course, increase, increase your cash flow. So that way you can do more with your funds because you have it in the bank. All right. If you're going to use discounts, remember to put the discount in your pricing. If it's going to be a price that should have been $1,000, divide by 0.98 for a 2% discount. And that's what your invoice is. Yes. Before you send it to the customer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Late payment penalties. Now, do customers really pay them? I mean, I've I've seen contractors for years send out statements, you know, and adding, you know, 1.5% interest, which is the law and all that sort of fun stuff. And then the customers just come back and they just pay it without the financing fees. So do you think they work? They work if you put them in the contract. 
okay. then you have it and you have a good sit down discussion with the client before they, the job even starts. So it's like, hey, this is what the contract says. If you don't pay us on time, then this is what the, the, the penalty would be. And you will need to pay that so the job can keep going. So, yes, if it's in the contract and you have that sit down discussion with the client prior to the job starting, then, yes, you will see them pay the late penalty or you won't even see it happen. You just get paid. On time. Yeah, you just get paid because you're the squeaky wheel. Yep. I often find the squeaky wheels get the grace. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if a contractor, I mean, if a GC or somebody hasn't has to make a decision between paying two people, one of which they've signed off on late late payment penalties and the other they haven't which one do you think they're going to pay first <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i mean you, you definitely want to be the person who has those penalties so i i would say put that in your contract please yeah you know absolutely. it just it, it just helps to make sure that you get paid on time very good all right now let's assume you know somebody's been paying the fifth of every month or something along those lines and they send you an email or they call you on the phone and say, can I pay on the 20th of this month? Mm, what do you do I, then? That's tough. That's tough. Um, because I think it all boils down to your relationship with them. If they're, mm -hmm. are, are, are they really a person who does this all the time? Um, but if you start to see this be a, a habit amongst all of your customers and clients, then I'm going to start restructuring my contracts to kind of say that, hey, we need to shift dates and move things around because essentially what's happening is it's a late, you're, you're paying late. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that late penalty is going to start to kick in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. If it's once in a blue moon and, you know, they've been out of the country and they weren't there to sign a check or something like that. I get it. But if it's yeah. consistent, I think you're right. You have to sit down and say, hey, what's going on? You're always like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that could be a tough conversation, especially if you didn't have it in the contract language. All right. So you're what you're saying, you know, I've heard you say more than one time now, put it in the contract. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the key to any um, construction business is having good contracts. Yeah. So. You want to make sure you have good contracts with your clients and good contracts with your subs. Yep, absolutely. Otherwise, you get in trouble. Yeah, you will. You'll absolutely <laughs> get in trouble. And if you, yeah, and they should be in the same contracts with your customers. If it's supposed to be COD upon you know completion of the work, somebody's got to either go to the website and make a payment, or they need to give you a check or whatever else it is. And you shouldn't wait. I mean, remember my, that contractor who had two months worth of things to bill? Crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. There goes insane. cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. No, I said then the likelihood of you actually collecting on that goes down. You know, um, it, it gets really hard to collect everything when you let it go for months or weeks without um, sending a customer a bill. Yeah, I would agree with you. All right. So let's assume somebody comes to you. And you look at their aged receivable report and there's tons of stuff in the 60 and 90 day and maybe even, you know, over 90 days. What do you advise them to do? Um, I advise them to sit down with their office manager or whomever and we're going to see, are these legitimate? And if they are, 
we need to get on the phone. Like we're not sending emails anymore. Like we're getting on the phone with the clients or the customers who owe us money. And we're seeing what's going on because this is now you're in what I call a crisis. Okay. So in that, in that, in that time of crisis, you need to get in the, you have to have crisis procedures and crisis procedures is get on the phones every single day into the, into those uh, funds are, are collected. And make sure you take credit cards so that they can put it on a credit card. Absolutely. Absolutely. At this point, we don't care about credit card fees, processing fees. We just want to get paid. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, I've had situations where we've actually gone and collected a check. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you have to do it. I mean, yeah. there are some people who just are obnoxious until you actually have to go and knock on their door and say, all right, we did our job. Please pay us. This is what the contract said. Yeah. And another thing, thing too, is like, you know, in, when you're starting a job, make sure you're filing those notices to owners mm-hmm. um, because that's going to protect you for, you know, protect your lien rights. Because if you're not collecting, then go ahead and execute your lien rights so that yeah. way you can get, get paid. Absolutely. From there. All right. Uh, give us your website again. It's a really cool website. Yes. Construction.accountant. Construction.accountant. Yeah. You can't forget construction.accountant. <laughs> it tells exactly what you do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so final thoughts, Timothy. Uh, final thoughts. You know, really spend time on your contracts. Get a construction lawyer attorney to to look over them for the clients and the subs, and just make sure that you are filing those notices to owners so you can protect your lien rights, so you can collect your money when it gets hard to collect. So all this is to protect cash flow. Absolutely, Timothy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Ruth, for having me. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.